You're listening to Spraymakers, the podcast where Chris Rossi and Trent Finlayson dive deep into the world of slalom. It's the end of the season as we know it. This episode marks the end of the second season of Spraymakers, and thank you to all that have tuned in. The boys felt it fitting to talk about the end of the water ski season and what the off season looks like. This is it, Rossi. I mean, uh, one, this is the final episode of Spraymakers for season two, 2021. Um, and by no coincidence, this is, if you're in the Northern hemisphere, this is the end of the ski season, 2021. I still have people on the water and I still have people I'm coaching. Uh, but you, you know, the season's over, you know, and, and, and actually maybe just some people might have just needed to hear that. Just that little reminder, Hey, the season's over. Um, <laughs> that doesn't mean you need to get off the water, but you still need to, you, you, you know, you need to wrap your brain around that the season's over because now it's kind of, for me, it's, it's times it's time, you know, for, for checks and balances. What, what, what is, what is off season, uh, you know, it, it, you know, as it pertains to your skiing now, or as it pertains to, you know, you know, seasons past when you were, you know, chasing events and, and winning titles, what, what, what did this time of the year mark for you or, or what, or how did you most successfully navigate this time of year? I mean, for me, you, you spend so much of your year so heavily engaged in, in the water ski, you know, realm that I actually always really look forward to this time of year. You know, your body's been through a, yeah. a huge amount over the year. You've put on, you know, you put on a lot of strength and you've got yourself in great shape, but you've also, you know, got a lot of dings along the way and a lot of little injuries or or for some people, you know, bigger injuries. And, um, so the end of the season for me is, is actually, it was always kind of, I really look forward to it. This is actually, even when I was in Florida, you know, Thanksgiving was the, you know, was the kind of the end end for me. And then I would just shut it down after that and, you know, look forward to Christmas, new year, no skiing. And then I actually like to take, you know, a decent chunk. And when I was living in Florida and I'd take January off too. So, you know, I think to me, it's, it's like, it's like the seasons, you know, it's just change. There's change. It's the end of, end of one season, which also, I guess, marks the beginning of another. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So for, for like the, you know, even for the diehards that, I mean, even recognizing that, okay, the season's over, you know, it not, not suggesting that, you know, not everyone needs to pack their gear up for, for four months. Um, but you do need to start the process of, of reflection, evaluation, and, you know, then, you know, that's not gonna be this episode, but it's going to be one of the first ones of, of next season of then moving forward, you know, what, um, so what, what you, what's step one then? Reflection. Reflection. That's you step nailed one. It. Huh? You nailed it. You know, I think way too many people just keep looking forward, you know, they just keep looking forward. And, and sometimes you can get lost in that. You're like, well, maybe next year I'll be able to get to where I wanted to go to. Maybe, maybe next year. Isn't that like, that's dude, you said that perfect. Right. Right. Maybe next year, you know, and that's, and that's, that's frustrating. It's frustrating as a coach. Mm -hmm. It's frustrating, you know, that, you know, you and I see all, all I see when I watch people ski is potential. You know, I, I see, yeah, I yeah. see your, I see your weakness, but what yes. I see is I see how much you could grow. And then I, then I can give you the tools to help you to get there. 
but you've you've got to get out of your own way and you've got to you've got to do the work it's like i, I can hand you the keys but you still got to get them in the ignition you know you got to get the car started and you got to do the work to be able to and you got to put the fuel in and do all that so so i mean for me when i when i look at this time of year the first what i really want to do because it's fresh in my mind is to to reflect on that reflect back on yeah. you know what what did i set set out to do this year uh what did I do well? What did I, you know, not perform to the level that I wanted to do? You know, what were some of my highlights? What were some of my lowlights? Why did I have some of those lowlights? You know, like just go through and evaluate mm-hmm. your, uh, you know, you talk about it in systems. So evaluate your system so that you can fine tune it more precisely for 2022. Yep. Yes. And, and- you know, everyone's, you know, everyone's brain works a little bit different and emotionally people need different things. My recommendation though, is, is just, is to, to take a clinical approach. So, you know, if you've kind of followed us along and, and you, and you bought in, then, <clears throat> you know, you came up with a season plan and this would have been months and months and months and months ago, and you would have put pen to paper and you, you would have c- come up with some quantitative goals, meaning, you know, maybe I want to run this pass in practice and I want to be able to run this pass in tournament and maybe I want to win this tournament. And then you would have had some qualitative goals, meaning, you know, like the quality of movements and, and I want to be able to learn how to do maybe this on my gate and maybe I want to, you know, work this into my skiing. So like I, I had a, a, you know, a closing session, like a season closing session with, with one of my, one of my uh, students yesterday. And, and before we skied, she had done just that. She had, she had, you know, pen to paper and she in, you know, on, on one, in one hand, she had the paper that, that we, you know, collectively, you know, that she had, had set out at the beginning of the season. These were my goals. Da, 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 da. And then on the other paper, she had, you know, written in similar fashion, um, what she achieved this summer. So, you know, it was number one and it was, it was, um, you know, looked at what her goal was and her goal was to, um, repeat as regional champion and then looked on the other paper and crap, number one, she won regionals. And then number two goal was, um, podium at nationals and then look over to the right and wow, got fourth at nationals. So, so, and then underneath that, she had the things she wanted to improve. And one was, was a consistently higher, faster gate. And the other was to, uh, you know, not, not, well, I'll go into specifics because it's easier. And then the, another one of her um, qualitative goals was she wanted to be able to be more continuous through the exit of her turns, you know, stop reaching for the handle and cutting it off. And this is just her examples. But so, you know, given that she reached her, her, her top two goals, then we could look and, 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 and you can assume that, first of all, you could just assume that she reached her, her, her technical goals. So it's just a really clean way of doing it because, you know, we've talked a hundred, you know, we've talked at length about accountability. So this is just like, it's again, and Rossi, you had said, well, maybe next year I'll do this. Well, for, for someone who approaches it in this manner, there is no maybe, right. And it's not saying that if you didn't reach every one of your goals, the, the season was a, was a wash, but you know, it, it's, it's, it's powerful reflection in that manner is super powerful because then you have a hundred percent accountability. There's, there's you, uh, you take, excuse me you take all the guesswork out of it yep oh first off uh i want to sign up for your program bro because i want to reach my top two goals 
Uh, this lady is an amazing, I mean, she's an amazing example. This is more about her than I, but, um, Hey, but yeah, it, I'm in buddy. Powerful. I'm in, I'm moving up, I'm, I'm moving to your area and I, I want to get my goals done. So note to self, sign up to ski with Trent. Um, no, I think, I think that's, you, you pretty much got it spot on there. You know, there are a lot of people who just love to water ski and, um, that's really why they're doing it. And so they're not that goal oriented and you can still listen to spray makers and we'll have all the other gear that you, you know, all the other info that you're going to need to, to uh, keep you jazzed up and, and learning. But, you know, we also have a lot of people who are very dedicated to, to progressing and to reaching their goals. And, and that's why this stuff is so important to, to be able yeah. to do it. I mean, I love it when I, you know, when I have a, a friend or a student or whatever say, oh, I ran, you know, 57, 35s, you know, 121, uh, 32s, you know, and then a lot I, of people like that, you know, the thing is, it, it's like, it's like people can tell you, I think that this is what happened, but if you actually have the data to support it, why not do it? Especially when we, you know, I've, I'm, I'm a big proponent of a ski log. I definitely log every set that I take and it, it only takes me a couple of minutes after I finish, but I, you know, as soon as I'm done skiing, I try to sit down right then and write down, you know, what happened in my set and what my settings were. I mean, I need to do that yeah. because I need to keep track of where I'm at, you know, because I'm, because I'm doing so much R and D work that it, that's, that's an important baseline for me. But, uh, you know, if you just do that and then you put in, you know, passes you ran, you know, and then you do like what Ski J says uh, in his book, uh, you know, basically saying like, you know, keep a spreadsheet, you know, just just have a spreadsheet. Yeah. So just transfer your info when you get home to the spreadsheet and then you can access that now with the with the uh, cloud. You know, you can access your info anywhere at any time. So anyway, that's 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 I'd just like to say that I think it's important to to really be honest. I like the word accountable. Yeah. Be accountable. And, and decide, did I, did I, a, did I set goals or, or objectives for this season and how well did I do them? Um, you know, and then, and then start asking yourself, what does it look like? What could I, be, what could I be doing for next year? Um, did I, yeah. did I not set the right goals? You know, did I, that's, that one's, that's a great point. That one's really, really good point. Cause yep. just because you didn't, cause you didn't reach the goals. It didn't mean you blew it necessarily. Maybe, you know, and I've, I've, re- you know, I've shared this in the past where I used to just set absurd goals. I set goals that didn't make any sense. So then at the end of the year, when I didn't Break reach the world them, record. Sort of like, well, no, but <laughs> and that's not even that, but honestly, that's not even that absurd. You know, cause I, I've shared this with you before, like when I was young and coming up and I was skiing at times as well as anyone in the world, I just had these goals like this year, I'm going to win an event. Well, then at the end of the year, when I didn't win an event, well, it's there's very little like, accountability there because it was just such an it was just what such event? a broad it, right when where which when one? an event what year How? I mean exactly ever? though you know it was, hey it dude was just, it dude was just you got exactly your goal that. <laughs> yeah go check that <laughs> yeah. off bro twenty years later but but it's, but you're, <laughs> that's a good point though so like what what do you what do you what do you mean by that by the wrong goals like like you know my my example aside well I I think I think your example was spot on where it is it's just an abstract goal as in yeah. you know and 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 if it's like if everything came together right goal you know uh, I, I'm I'm moving a little bit away from. S- specific specific goals but i think that 
ideally you've got to set yourself up the way, the way that it's always worked for me in general was to think about goals that I actually can really wrap my head around that I could do. So let's say like, I like to be, I like to have consistency goals. Like I want to yeah. run, if I'm skiing 10 tournaments and I get two rounds each tournament, let's say I had 20 rounds, I would say, you know, my priority number one run for me, let's say I want to, I want to run 41. Right. So I would yeah. just set a goal, something crazy, like, um, run 38 off every round of every event. Yeah. Not 39, not 41. Like I'm just saying 38. Yeah. Like if yeah. I run 38, that means at every round of every tournament, I made sure that I was getting to 39 that I could, that I, that I expect to run. I mean, I, then I would say run 39 yeah. every round. You know, like, so I have multiple layers of goals here, but like yeah. that one's super important. Like I want a hundred percent on that. And obviously if I, if I miss it in one round and it was white capping, I might be able to put a little side star there and just say missed. And I'm going to work on skiing in rough water more so that I don't miss that next time. But that would be, you know, something like that. So I think, you know, making sure mm -hmm. you have a realistic goals that you can yes. check off along the way. And this time of year, it's like, it, there again, this isn't like the goal setting for 22 necessarily. This, they, they are going to be a little bit broader and they're going to be, and they're going to go sort of, you know, hand in hand with the reflection from the previous season. And this is how these, this is funny. This is how these episodes come about. Like, you know, we've talked in the past how these episodes come up come about fairly organically like just like this week i had two different students reach out to me regarding <clears throat> and i hadn't even thought about this until you started talking about you know goal setting in this at this time of year but i had two different students reach out to me talking about some big picture goals and and, and one was you know last week and, and he had said you know in two years like he wants to get to work now to win the world championships in two years mm -hmm. um and and then this morning, a, a different one of my students with a different who skis in a completely different realm than this kid um, reached out, and you know he shared uh, he shared um, some of his uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure which which uh, fitness app he uses, but he shared a screenshot of of showing you know his weight loss. He's already down 15 pounds, and and he has a goal that he wants to ski the entire 2022 season below 199 pounds, and he's already gone from 220 to 207. He was just so so. It, accountability just yeah 100 so, and just to illustrate like the broad spectrum it doesn't matter if you're someone trying to win the worlds or it doesn't matter if you're someone who's trying to get all six buoys more consistently in the course these are two completely different goals but these are the types of goals that you start to think about this time of year so case in point this this kid had season of his life and he knows that in two years he, he's you know he will be in a position to win this 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 world title and my other friend you know, knows that he's seeing the benefits of his, of, of getting into better shape. Every week he comes out to ski, he's a little bit lighter and he skis a little bit better. So now his goal, you know, through the winter, you know, through the winter, he's going to be strict and hold himself accountable again to, to make sure that come May or, or April, when we hit the water, he's at 197. Mm -hmm. And this other kid is already, okay, what, what, what do I need to do in the next 15 months to, 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 to reach this goal. So, um, it's, it's, it's that time of year. And that's why, you know, we started this thing off. It's off season. So this isn't really about packing up your skis and, and, 
and necessarily getting off the water if that's not what you do and that's not where you you know the the that's not the climate you live in but it is it is a you know it is that time of year to to um reflect with with certainty okay this is what i did this year here's where i fell short what am i willing to do over these next three months because we're gonna you know there's a three-month off season because there really are no tournaments you know even even if you're lucky enough to live in south florida there's tournament season is kind of on the shelf for a while. So what, what is it that you're willing to do to, to get that little bit better? Is it, you know, is it lose five pounds or is it, you know, completely revamp your off water training to, to start, you know, to start, to start this path towards what, whatever this big picture thing is in your mind. That's, 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 you know, got you buzzing a little bit. Yeah. Hey, one of the things I think was, is really important for people to, wrap their head around and and I see tons of tons of people fail on on um especially especially on you know weight loss and gym time and things like that is you know you you've got to be committed to the process not and 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 I yeah. think and I think that I think that it's not even committed to the process I think you know I read it in that book atomic habits you know it's like yeah. what type of person are you you know, are, are you the type of person that goes to the gym or are you not, you know, instead of saying I need to go on a diet and I need to not eat these things, it's more like you should think of yourself like I'm a healthy eater and I like to eat this type of food. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. just, it's like, it's like a shift in your brain because, you know, or, or, and if that's not the easy way to do it, you know, if there's another way to think about it, which is what you just were, were giving examples of with your two students there or two friends, is that put a put a put a put something out there that you're that you're willing to sacrifice for. And then it doesn't feel like a sacrifice. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, shoot, I, I'll yeah. tell you this. I'll, t- I'll, I'll be perfectly honest. When I get in bed at night, I really like to have a little bit of chocolate. I really do. My problem is, is that I'm, you know, I, uh, I tend to not be able just to have one, like the Lay's commercial, right? Like, I, <laughs> like I can't do it, man. Uh, next thing I know, I ate a half a big candy bar right before bed, which screws up my sleep. And I've found this out, you know, makes it, I just, I don't sleep well when I, when I have sugar before bed, my body type does not like that. And, you know, yet again, I just kept doing it and doing it and doing it. Right. It's like, and then one day you're like, you know what? I, 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 I am a, I want to be a healthy, efficient eater. And I want to, I'll put some time into, I put some time into reading about, you know, what works, what doesn't work for my body type. I did a two week cleanse with my wife. That was uh, very, very taxing to go through, but I'm very, very happy that I went through it. And uh, it has changed the way my body functions and the way I process food and also took away the, the desire, so much desire for me to want that sugar, especially at night. So anyway, I think the, the idea is, and I came into this thinking this a little bit, is that this is a time of year to be a learner. Okay. Like yeah, you, you just spent the, the year learning, but also and trying to apply and trying to grow, you know, so now we're going to reflect. And then I think, you know, like that next stage in my mind is be a learner, you know, go and explore different things about yourself, explore whether that be, you know, if you're, if you, if you're the type of person that needs to, um, you know, wants or needs or wants to lose some weight because you know, you'll, you'll be a better skier and a more importantly, 
a healthier, you know, uh, human being that hopefully will be able to live longer, you know, that's that, that's that dive into that. You know, if you, if you've worked out the same way, it, evaluate your workout program. If you worked out all year and you see very little progress, I think it's time to reevaluate what you're doing because you might actually need to change what you're doing. You know, and it's also a time of year that I like to get away from water skiing, not hammer myself for the next month or so, like pretty much not thinking about what I, you know, technique wise, you know, basically turn off spray makers for a month, you know, like it's holiday season anyway, spend it with your family, turn your brain off for a little bit, just for a little bit and kind of walk away from it so that you can have a, a fresh take on it when you come back. But ju- maybe jump into something else like, you know, if that's uh, for me, it's snow skiing because that's at this time of year. And, you know, my kids are getting into racing, you know, so we're going to we're going to go into a whole new realm of 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 stuff that I've never experienced or for you, mountain biking or or fly fishing yeah. or, you know, whatever it is, dive in, but be a learner, get online, yeah. you know, learning to be a good, a better, a better learner for water skiing takes being a better learner for, you know, the things I just talked about or anything, 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 or read a whole bunch of books and, and, you know, expand your mind. But I don't know what your take is on that, but that's uh that was a huge no. rant on my end. No, that, I mean, I think that's really cool. And I think it's a hundred percent right. Like the, 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 the more, the better you are at learning anything, the better you are going to be at learning specifics as it, as it pertains to your water skiing next year. Mm. Um, I, here's a question I get all the time, and I'd be curious to hear your your response. So, obviously, some of us, you know, myself included, lucky enough to live in, in a place where you really can ski all year round. So, I get a lot of people just ask me, like, sh- like, should I ski all year round or should I take a break? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, is do you have a go? Do you have a go to answer for that or? Like, is there a, is there a cardinal rule that everyone should, or if you don't have to, you shouldn't, or, or just how, how do you answer that question? I would answer that question very differently today than I would 10 years ago. And, yeah. you know, obviously I've had 10 more years of, of, uh, doing things right and doing things wrong. We tend to learn a lot from what we do wrong or whatever, but I think everybody is different. And I believe that some people can actually ski year round and function at a high level. In my opinion, for myself, I both mentally and physically, I need to be able to walk away from it. And, um, you know, minimal, I, I, I just knowing my body, I had a long career, uh, on the, you know, on the, on the pro side of things. And, you know, I watched a lot of my, you know, co-skiers, you know, have to walk away or walk away earlier than I, than I did at least. And, you know, I think part of what I did was limit. I I took time off, not that I limited my sets, but I took time off and I was always a, not always after I met my wife, I became, she helped me become a great listener of my body, you know, of like, I'm hurting today. Today's a no ski day. Five years ago, I would have just hammered through that tweaked a neck and been out for three weeks, you know? So, so I don't have an answer for you directly. I personally like to take some time off. Um, I have a personal goal for 2022 to, as a very, very, very general one, ski more sets than I did last year. Yeah. 
That's, I mean. How's that though? I mean, how is that though? So like, you know, I, I, and I think that's, I think that's awesome that you share that because, because like, and you, because we had said like, you know, we're talking about, okay, this guy wants to win this tournament so bad and then that's his goal. But, but, and like, just like you said, like, so, so that goal coming from one of the best skiers in the world and, and someone who's, who, whose job it is to ski because you're designing skis, like you have that, like, that's a very real goal. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I did. I guess why that got me kind of excited is because that a goal like that would 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 relate to like a huge, you know, a, you know, huge, a huge portion of our of our listening audience because, you know, because so so expand on that then. So what what is it going to take for you to be able to, you know, ski more sets next year than you were able to ski this year? Well, that's 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 exact. So. I've had a lot of time to my 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 reflection point has already happened. So that happened uh, yeah. about a month ago. So I looked at you know what I've been what I've liked and not liked in my skiing in the last this last year. But I also like to look back you know more than one year and and I looked at it and I just realized you know I've had these dings along the way you know low back mid back shoulder. Oh my gosh, I'm 45 and I've skied a lot in my life. So, you know what I mean? Like I just, you know, I had all these little things and they're, they're, I'm having to, I'm having to take, you know, take more time off than I want to, because I know if I ski more, I'm going to, I'm going to get, you know, hurt and be, have it taken away. So, you know, I've managed that stuff. And, and as a professional skier, you're always managing in injuries. I mean, very, very rarely is anybody totally healthy. They'll say they are, and they'll, they'll even tell themselves they are, but if they really evaluated <laughs> it, you'd know that you're, you're, you're dinged up. It's a season. I mean, look at, I mean, whatever you can compare it to anything, but look at the national football league, even a guy that hasn't been on the injury report is hurt. I mean, they're just, they're just managing yep. it. So anyway, I've had that time to, to do that. And, and so I set this goal like, okay, no, number one, I love to water ski. I love it. It is one of the most favorite <laughs> things that I do ever, ever. You do, you do. Having like been with, uh, with you at photo shoots and team testing, it would always like, and, and, and honestly, it made me feel guilty. I'm like, shit, maybe I don't like this enough. Cause like <laughs> Rossi will ski, Rossi will ski like nine times a day and still, and still want to get in the boat and still want to, he wants to be in the boat when we're doing midnight shoots and he wants to be in the boat when we're doing 5am shoots. Yeah, <laughs> this guy I'll, loves to ski. I'll ski one of those, 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 uh, <laughs> butt crack early pre-dawn glass, you know, dollar signs run where your, your body is hurting so bad and from the previous days of skiing and it's freezing cold and you do that and when you get done the first thing i want to do is just like throw the fist you know like yeah you know i don't know i just anyway love it love it and and and, yeah. and you got a huge passion for it too trent so you just set, you just sold yourself super short because i feed off of, of of energy like you guys but um so i i just know that i love i love to to ski i love the way i feel when i ski even if i don't ski the way i want that can be mentally uh taxing but i've had it taken away enough times with injuries and you know going yeah. through tough things with family or whatever that i know that i miss it hugely when i don't do it and that's also why i like to have an off season because i miss it what during the off season i mean uh, yesterday I was chatting about, uh, 
you know, 2022 vapor settings with my, uh, great friend julian bufils and um you know he's like oh it's 80 degrees here and we're slaying it and i'm like gosh i i wish i was there but on the same token i'm like no i'm in that i'm in that time of the season that i want to want to be away from it so um geez now what were we talking about again i got totally sidetracked um yeah, totally sidetracked, bro. <laughs> well, where, where oh, we I was going? loving water skiing. Oh, skiing more. Yeah, how you're going to be able to get <laughs> on, more sets on the water. Right. Because okay. a lot of people are going to share that 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 goal with you. Right, so right. So so right now, so for the last, for well, I, I uh, so, <laughs> so right now, my focus is on um, getting stronger. So, yeah. you know, it's my off the water program. I, I've got my own program that I, that, uh, that I'm doing. I've evaluated my previous programs and I'm, and I'm switching them up. I'm not really ready to talk about that yet, but maybe by next yeah, year, yeah. maybe by next year, I'll let you know whether it's, uh, something I recommend or not, but I'm working on something a little new. And, um, so that, that's that. And then, you know, my other, my other goal is to backcountry ski more this year. You know, so yeah. backcountry snow ski is a goal for water skiing. Weird. So weird, but yeah. it isn't, you know, cause that, that, that is crazy. It's not just cardio. It, it's more, and I don't even care about any of that. It's, I like to be out in nature. And so being out in nature and walking uphill and getting to ski, you know, good snow downhill, it's just the package is, is uh, intoxicating for me. And it also tends to lead to a great great uh side-by-side -side thing with a workout program so i plan yeah. on you yeah. know so you asked me the question the question in a, in a 10 minute answer was uh <laughs> off-season off-season program needs to be solid i want to be i got invited on a i got invited to uh to to go water ski in january and i'm you know oh. i was super excited about it and then i realized real quickly that i'm i'm not physically ready for that if i'm going to have my goal of skiing more for the season yeah so i um i will probably pass on on that path on that and i was honest about yeah. where i was at because what i really want is i want i want my entire 2022 season to have more skiing involved in it and uh if i go out in january and my body isn't to that conditioning level that i want it to be i i uh you know I've learned this in the past. I've, you know, I have, I have actually hurt myself doing a trip like mm -hmm. this and then spent the rest of the season trying to, yeah. to recover. So point is get yourself in, you know, whatever shape it is that you want to be, you know, and I, it's like this, I, I look at it this way, push yourself like you push yourself in the summer, in the winter, but doing something else. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, doesn't matter what it is. If, and it doesn't matter if you've ever done it before. You know, like get into, get into mountain biking. It's a great, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a hoot. And it's, and, and we have trails set up around the country just about anywhere. I mean, I used to ride my face off Honestly, in, in Florida. People are anywhere. like, what? Louisiana. Exactly. There's great riding in Louisiana. It's, it's, it's baffling. There's great riding in Texas. Yeah. And it's another one of those things too, where, and you've mentioned this in, in episodes past where if you do a sport like that, you know, like mountain biking, um, it's not 
<clears throat> it's not going to feel so fast when you get on. You know when you get on the water and you haven't been on the water for a while and it just feels fast. And everyone's flying at you. A, a lot of that's just, just you know, it's it's just it's it, well, not not a lot of that. That is purely sensory. Yeah. So if you're doing a sport where there's trees and birds flying at you, it, it, you're, I mean, your your you know your 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 senses are already or they're going to stay you know, accustomed to that sort of thing. Um, so. That, yeah, and that you know that's a that's a that's a great goal, like being on the water more, and that's and it's relatable because it, and what and I just think it's it's fascinating because it applies to you, a professional skier, and it also applies to my friend who who said he's not gonna he's not gonna ski a day under over one ninety nine next year, you know. So you know, obviously taking different steps to achieve the same goal. For so back to back to that question, the one I get all the time too, and you know, you answered it from your perspective, the um, you know. Do I take time off or not? So I answer it really similar. Similarly, I answer it um, similar to the way to how you did. Mm-hmm. In that, for me, even if it was four weeks, I, I had to. Whatever you whatever you do, make sure it's a prescription. Make sure that my, my biggest uh, recommendation is don't accidentally ski through the winter. So, meaning, you know, a lot of people are like, hey, if it's warm, I'm going to ski, and I'm like. I get it. That's fine because you love to ski like, like, like Rossi does. You love to ski. You're, you're not going to sit there. And if for some reason central Texas hits 80, like it, like it has today, you're not going to sit there and watch it because that's your prescribed time off, you know? Cause again, for me, I would have four weeks or six weeks or, or eight weeks or whatever I felt I needed that year. And it would be prescribed time off. It could be 90 degrees and Glasscom and Nope, I'm not going to look at the lake, not going to ski. But if that's not you, make sure you have a prescription. So meaning, okay, so, you know, my prescription for this winter is I'm going to ski when it's nice, but I'm not just going to blindly take stabs at it. Like, so if your plan is to ski through the winter, you need to come up with a, with a, with a specific goal or series of goals for what it is you plan to accomplish through your off season skiing. Um, because what you don't want to do is just go out and just reinforce bad skiing just for the sake of water skiing. And again, I, I'm not trying to s- sterilize this and take the you know suck the fun right out of it, but it could be like could be something simple where you know obviously if you're only skiing once a week or once every two weeks, depending on uh, you know where you are in these these climate swings, um, you need to have a, a simple goal where, you know, even if it's something simple, like, okay, I am going to have good glide speed, or I'm going to have a tight line in my gate glide, or I'm going to make sure that I'm staying level through the exit of my turns, like something like, don't just, don't let yourself just blindly ski, you know, and yes, it's good exercise, but don't use it as this idea of like, well, it, it's better than going to the gym. Cause it's not better than going to the gym. You know, if, if it's, if you enjoy it more and, and you're going to do that instead of going to the gym, that's fine. But again, make sure you have a specific plan because what you don't want your off season to look like is just a collection of bad sets. Oh man. Because you know, you honestly would have been better off <clears throat> with your ski on the dock, thinking about skiing properly than executing poorly. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're nailing it. And that's part of the reason why I like to have the time off. Time off allows you to release both the good and bad things that you've been doing. So if you take if you take that for you four weeks, I mean, four weeks for me is isn't quite enough. So I I do more, but whatever it is. Right. If you take that time off for me, that's the time to release some of those things that you may think are staples in your skiing. But they're actually the things that are holding you back. 
And so yeah. I really, really like what you said there, Trent. Um, and then from there, I mean, you know, this is, <laughs> this is like a, this is a terrible time of the year for some people, but, but again, just let it, um, you know, one reflect on the past, be, you know, come do a, a direct compare comparison between what you intended to do and what, and, and what you actually were able to achieve. Then two, evaluate that if, if you need help, seek help from a coach, but you need to like, if you did fall short, why did you fall short? Was it like Rossi said, maybe your goals weren't the, 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 the right types of goals. Uh, maybe they were too high or maybe they were just too broad. Um, reevaluate the, the way you set your goals to begin with. And then just hang in there because before you know it, you know, Christmas will be gone and start, you know, come the first, second week of January, it's time to start looking forward to 2022 and coming up with a concrete plan. And that's, that's where we're going to start this whole thing again next year. 